right? Consent. Sorry, I, I pressed. I actually pressed record. I didn't mean to, but I was like, "Oh, well, that's good." Just well, we always do this. We always like start talking before and like kikiing, and then yeah. we're like, "This is good content." This is good content because I was talking about the only bottle. It was I was flexing a bit, and I was like, "I should be recording this." Yeah, since you, you brought it up. Flex. I was talking about the only. Me and Kathleen both don't buy alcohol or or buy it in like in mass. Yeah, because we both have self-control. We're not alcoholics, however, (laughs) comma, but. uh, (laughs) Comma, but. (laughs) Functioning alcoholics. Like last night, for example, I had like a couple vodka sodas. Yeah, a couple vodka sodas, some edibles. And then my dad didn't have any more club soda to make vodka sodas. (laughs) So then we switched over to martinis. And mind you, I'm taking shots of tequila too. So to say today was rough was. (laughs) <laughs> just straight I still, but i'm sure some of the people who are like way back in the day pod listeners remember this but when natalie's parents came to reno uh to see tony braxton and i went and met them greg answered the door to the hotel room with a cup of vodka like <laughs> I like knocked on the door and I hadn't met Greg yet. And he just like handed me the cup of vodka, like, hello, like, welcome. Hey, <laughs> hey Kathleen. Nice to meet you. Just really set the tone. And then like the next morning when we're probably all hung over in line for the buffet, my dad went and got us Bloody Marys to wait in line. So great. Yeah, he also so- handed me a hundred dollar bill. He's yeah. like, we're gambling. And I was like, oh, Mr. Franklin, like, I'm, I don't know how to gamble. I gave him back like $80. I didn't even, I let, I literally went down twenty dollars and Kathleen's like I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, my dad's like, "You want vodka? You need money? Like, what's yeah. going on? You want money? You want that? Uh, and it was good vodka too. I think. Yeah. Uh, it's a. I think we were still drinking something. Kettle One back then, yeah. but now I've wised up and I'm on Tito's, like a, the rich white woman that I am. Tito's is good and good for the price. I feel like yeah, Tito's and then Luke Clouseau in the champagne category <laughs> are like. Nice enough that people feel special drinking it. Yeah. So like, it's not unattainable. Price and I've, like, learned about those vodka. Basically, whenever I, like, kicked it with, like, rich white people or, yeah, let me just be honest, rich white people, that's how I got turned on to, like, quality shit. I'm like, oh, that's why you guys can drink so much and not get a hangover. Like, I used to always think, like, the Housewives of New York. I used to be like, yeah. God, these people are beat. No, they're just drinking quality fucking vodka. Dude, my best friend went to Russia for, like, uh exchange in college and she brought back like actual russian vodka and it was mm-hmm. it was terrifying it was like, <laughs> this doesn't taste like anything mm, extremely mm. strong like what is america doing like they make a shit ton of um vodka surprisingly like the cheap plastic bottle stuff in san yeah. jose which doesn't surprise me at all mm-hmm. uh but yeah it's just greek like, vodka too thing, like, like oh or oh. greek vodka is like a, a, a zuzu a I yeah. can't pronounce it. Sorry to the Greek, but but of course, <laughs> like, same thing. America is yeah, like, basically alcohol, yeah. Like <laughs> that's the point. So basically, this, if we weren't allowed to have alcohol in the sorority house, sorry. Um, maybe I won't say the name of my sorority in this episode. This uh, one, right? <laughs> but we, yeah, <laughs> it's on the internet. But our handyman had been like the handyman since he was like a student at oh, wow. college, and then his son like was going to the college. It was like full circle. So he and his wife got sick. And so he was kind of like going through it. 
And he left us like four ginormous, like those big, huge, like holiday edition bottles from Costco mm. of alcohol mm-hmm. of like Grey Goose. And Uh-oh. at the time, we were buying like Barton's plastic right. bottle <laughs> vodka. Smirnoff. From, <laughs> Smirnoff, yeah, from the, the 7-Eleven behind our sorority house. And we were all like, what? Right. Like, but he was like, you know, you girls, like, I just really appreciate you. And like, but you guys are just drinking really bad stuff. <laughs> It was like the nicest alcohol any of us ever drank. Let's say you bitches. We should not have been given that much because we did not have self control. He like felt bad for you guys. He's like, let me put these bitches onto some game. Like, like, stop killing yourself. Literally, even diet diet coke of all things in that sorority house, girls hid diet coke under their beds and like in weird cabinets because people would. You anything in that house would get consumed like instantly. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. we had a personal fridge. Someone would come home drunk and eat all your eggs or, <laughs> your or whatever. And so I was like, "Sir, you can't give us as much alcohol. We're not responsible." Exactly. We'll go missing <laughs> tomorrow. Nice alcohol. We're gonna drink all of it and not even think about it, and then be like picked up by the police. <laughs> Who's your supplier? Yeah. And it was Especially over. It shit. was right before Christmas break too, so it was just the girls that stayed to work. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> Every night would have been a shit show. Um, so I was telling Kathleen the only alcohol I have is the alcohol I do not want to drink, and yeah. ironically, <laughs> one bottle of like sparkling. It's really sweet stuff. That's why I don't want to fuck with it. I don't really like sweet stuff. One bottle is the bottle of wine I got when I was on Keep Up with the Kardashians because we were in a winery. Like flex. <laughs> and uh we we ordered they ordered wine for us in case the girls wanted to drink and those boring assholes did not. So when they when I say they, I'm talking about Chloe and Kim. So when they left, I stayed in hadn't gotten their stomachs stapled yet. Yeah, they're like, oh no, 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 we're still recovering. Uh <laughs> so when they left, I production just let me sit there and get drunk. So it was really great. And then I got a bottle of wine and I don't want it. I should have had somebody sign it or something cute like that, but but if for some reason I won't drink it for you know for memories and also I don't drink that shit. The second bottle I have is a from a PR box I got from Paris Hilton. What's Very that? grateful, but <laughs> I don't drink it. It's like a like a sparkling rosé, and I know it's gonna be hella sweet. So yeah, that's what I was talking about. And I was it's just not good. Like if I, it's the desperate. If I'm desperate for alcohol, that's how you know I'm not alcoholic. The fact that I'm just like mm, no, I'm not gonna. Drink well, and that's when I I was joking like the Bill Burr has this joke about fridge beer. Is like the beer that someone brings over that nobody actually likes. And so it's always in the back of your fridge and you never want to drink it. But then when like another person comes over, you can like pull the fridge beer to the front and it seems like you have beer. Um, which speaking of, we watched the Bill Burr like latest special, his Red Rocks one the other day. Which I heard is really good. I need to watch it. It's really funny. Uh, but also I love Bill Burr's wife. Um I don't know if she still listens to our podcast, but she has before. Uh, and I was like bragging to Dan. Speaking of humble brags. <laughs> Speaking like, of flexing. <laughs> like Dan, uh, Gilbert's wife follows me on Twitter. Mm, pretty I do that. Natalie's Wait. friend and not mine, but I still think I'm cool. <laughs> I do that all the time. I did that at a funeral. I shouldn't even be saying this because I, I sound like an 
asshole. But I did that at a funeral last year. I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, Bilber's wife. Like we're like friends. So (laughs) I I even had, I put it, we couldn't go for some reason, but I had the date when he was in Sacramento on my calendar because I was like, Dan, we should get tickets and we'll, and Natalie will come and like, we'll see if we can be his wife. I've done that, but I looked up the Vegas date and it was like, (laughs) I'm just like, oh, I just happened to be here. Like, actually, Vegas is smarter because the venues are smaller. Yeah. And I might just. And I'll just be like, oh, what? You're in town? He has a show tonight? I didn't even know that. Like, I mean, Sacramento if you want me to come by. Like, Sacramento is always like, they're about to go to another show. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. like, Vegas, I think a lot of people plan to, like, especially yeah. comedians, probably, like, stay. They do, like, a three-night thing, yeah. or they might go the whole weekend. Because one time... Yeah, we can tell this story. One time she like <laughs> they he played in Vegas and she was with like the PJ out there and it was a whole thing. And I was just like, tell stripper bed said I love him, but I also was like, I'll meet you there, girl. But it's so funny you did that. I right. We're all I totally did that at a funeral last year. I was like, well, I don't want to brag, but I'm friends with Bill Burr's wife. So just saying on social media. Let me be clear. <laughs> Have I met her in person? I still thought it was fucking cool. I <laughs> the longest time I didn't know. I just thought she was like one of our like listeners, and like I knew she was like a writer and stuff. So like I was kind of like this person has like a big following, and she was really funny and like always like commenting back on our like stuff and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was like, she's so cool. And then yeah. I <laughs> she's Bill Bear's wife, and I was like, that's so cool. <laughs> that's yeah. That's like the cherry on top of the cake. That is her hundred yeah. percent. Uh, yeah like, exactly that's why I was like that was just that, like, it was more than I was like wow Bill Burr is cooler than I thought exactly and that's the one that <laughs> my realization was too I was like what Bill Burr pulled you like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like okay oh go Bill Burr like there must be something going on a little spicy white maybe he's got Spicy. What's that? I don't eat Chipotle, but there's a a sauce they always talk about. Uh, (laughs) Fuck. I I don't like Chipotle. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. It's like this sauce. Stomach, but Chipotle. I literally get like comatose. (laughs) Like it makes me like sick. Like really, really sleepy. Like I think I'm gonna die. I had it for the first time in Vegas this past summer. Jeffrey bought it for me, and I was just like, I don't get it, but if you guys love it. Fine. It tastes good. My theory is I worked at the... Um, oh, wait. I didn't mean Chipotle. Sorry. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> wait. I had Chick-fil-A the first time yesterday. I had Chick-fil-A for the first time next yeah. month. Last month. Excuse me. <laughs> so, sorry. Obviously, I don't eat there. I can't even fucking remember the name. But Chick-fil-A. There's a sauce yeah. there they go crazy for. And I'm like. Yeah. That's exactly. So, they had they had it in, like, the court, food court at my college. But, like, mm-hmm. I think I had the nuggets once. <laughs> freshman year. But, like, I'd never been to a Chick-fil-A. I and still have not been to a Chick-fil-A. nephew, who we were babysitting yesterday, wanted to go there. <laughs> And I ordered the chicken sandwich because I remember the chicken sandwich wars uh, or, or just chicken restaurants in general wars on Twitter when chick, or, uh, Popeyes. Popeyes made the sandwich. Yeah. I don't know. People can have their opinions on Chick-fil-A. I haven't eaten enough. It tasted fine. But right. the Popeyes chicken sandwich is so fucking good. So much better. 
Yeah, and I didn't know Popeyes either. Natalie introduced me to Popeyes. Right. Just two times. To the first time I was too hungover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Second time, I was like, "This is good." <laughs> well, drunk. <laughs> and now there's one right by my parents' house. So I'm yeah, like, I love how they're expanding. Much more time since. Into more, they're being more accessible because usually you had to go like to a certain neighborhood or be in a certain city. Yeah. There was like a real sketchy one in Reno, like the far side of Reno mm-hmm. when I was growing up. It was just generally a neighborhood that was like. So, yeah, I agree with you. Chipotle is trash. Chick-fil-A, I'm not impressed, but if you guys love it, fine. But my point with Bill Burr, he is like, the, <laughs> he's the Polynesian sauce Yeah, at Chick-fil-A. They all go fucking crazy for Polynesian sauce. I don't know. I, whatever. I'm just, I smoked before we. I've with children for the past 24 hours, so I might be more rambly than normal today. <laughs> by myself for the past. Well, no. Well, technically Dan came, but it was like, we each had a child. That we had to keep to. Yeah. Like 24 hours. It's like when stay-at-home parents say, they're like, I need adult conversation. Like that type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Dan and I both have already been like, we don't want kids, per yeah. se. Ever. Uh, <laughs> per se. But it was like, Jesus Christ, this is hard. And the one one of his nephews, or our nephews, uh, is nonverbal, too. So that's even harder because you're like. You have to really pay attention. Yeah, like, yeah, you, the, I mean, it's, I feel for the kid. He's like trying to tell you something, and you're like, I don't know what those noises add up to, you know. So, is he learning sign language at all? Not, he's getting there. Oh, he's uh, only three, right? You said? Yeah, he's almost oh. four. So they kind of right on that cusp where, like, he could start learning speech, or it could turn out he's not gonna ever be. They're just trying to be patient. Yeah, so it's kind of in that weird developmental phase. My brother did speech pathology, so he tried to explain it to me. They don't even start doing some of that stuff till they're like five. So okay. uh, I know um, my brother is nonverbal, and he has signs and like an iPad that has like sayings and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it, it I I have some experience with it, but like by no means like an expert. <laughs> I know Aunt, uh, Maya Angelou when she was a kid, she went completely mute i think when she was like eight she just stopped speaking yeah i mean it can tell it well the maya angelo i'm sure it was like trauma based was like yeah exactly dan's nephew broke his leg when he was a kid like infant and then covid happened so he's been like totally not like socialized and stuff so they that could be part of it but they also don't know it's like they're kind of like waiting and then like the older son is like just a average six year old who's just like, oh, aunt and uncle are here. Let's see what I can get away with. And me and Dan are just not parents. Exactly, <laughs> or, not authority. I feel the same way. Like, not authoritative yeah. figures. We're yeah. just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think it? Yeah. And, and but yeah, Dan's sister had the, the reason we were babysitting is uh, refrigerator husband sister had a C section. <laughs> Uh, but the baby had to go in the NICU. Okay. okay now we think, fingers crossed. Uh, so we were, we were in the rotation of family members, keeping the boys occupied. Family is everything. If we learn everything, anything from the Kardashians. Yeah. Family is everything. No one goes against the family. <laughs> no one goes against the family. So to round it out, I have some. Really exclusive celebrity, nasty champagne, wine in my fridge. <laughs> Bill Burr's wife's me and Kathleen's best fucking friend. 
and we will tell anyone that <laughs> will listen to us. Um, also, to round that out, Bill Burr's wife was trending when he did Saturday Night Live because he like dragged white women. Uh, <laughs> and then people found out about his wife and they're like, oh, shit. Literally, his wife's black. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't want to ruin that for anyone, but yeah, spoiler alert, in case you're wondering why it was such a big deal, she's black. And not just like Halle Berry black. She is like me black. She's dark skin the whole night. And she has, like I said, she has her own career. Like, it's yeah. not like he might be the person that like people know the name because he's a comedian, but like she has her own career. Which she has her own friends, her own celebrity friends. Yeah, she's another spoiler alert. Uh, is her name Crystal from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Oh, yeah, they're friends, they yeah. can be seen in each other's Instagram story. Just go follow Nia, it'd be a great time. <laughs> yeah, Sometimes she'll pop up with like Dave Chappelle, like you never know what you're gonna get in her like Instagram stories. Yeah. She's much funner to follow, or much more fun, however you say that, than Bill Burr. <laughs> yeah, Bill Burr has to do the like promo stuff, and I'm sure he's like doesn't even fuck with it. He probably has somebody that does it for him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Her stuff, you're getting the personality. You're getting like the behind the scenes look, stuff like that. And they have how many kids do they have? Like two? Two, yeah. Which you'll never see. She's like Carrie fucking Washington. You'll you won't see those kids till they're like 25. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes to show, Kim, that it's possible. It's possible, Chloe, to just stay off social media if you yeah. feel, you know, it's or don't put certain things flat back at the trolls. That's like some random avatar. Yeah, you could just not engage. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so anyway, this Say Bible podcast, the podcast that, that stands Nia Burr, <laughs> which that's not even her name on Instagram, which is, yeah. again, another flex. That's why I didn't know for the longest time. Yeah, another flex. I don't know why I agreed to change my name. I have to file this paperwork now. I'm like, why did I do oh, that? Oh, legally? I gotta vote. I gotta oh, make that's right. The, the woman's or any, any person containing the uterus is right to protected, and I have to update all my voter registration shit. Oh my goodness! Is your maiden name your middle name now too? <laughs> like, like, I did that. I was the true so, Kardashian way. So awkward because I thought you could do it later. Procrastinator. Mm-hmm. But when you get to the courthouse. They're like, you have to write it on the piece of paper. And the lady was like, if you don't do it now, it's like a huge hassle to refile with the court. And I was like, okay. Like feeling like excited. I was like, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I was like, well, my middle name, I, you know, the Irish Catholic in me comes out. I was like, my middle name is a family name. Like I can't piss off the ancestors. So I literally put... And I had to change it too. She's like, don't worry. Some people like cry and like resubmit this like eight times before they leave. But it was like Kathleen Elizabeth Dashley Cunningham is what I wrote on the piece of paper. The dash is confusing. <laughs> me to put it. I was like, can I just have four names? Yeah, it should just be four names. Okay, what the fuck is up with the dash? Have, like, a thousand names. Like, why is it? Can I just have? And wouldn't the dash be more on your? your now married names and the middle yeah. name lee cunningham but she was like well lee is easy because it's everybody has that as a middle name and i was like well i know but like i if i get rid of the elizabeth like that's a family name yeah so, 
It's and I'm sure there's some like country ass person in North Carolina, Virginia, Mississippi yeah. <laughs> named Elizabeth Lee. Elizabeth Lee. Like, like the driver's license and like voter registration stuff. It it's not a huge deal. You just have yeah. to do it because like my dad's it goes by the nickname of Bucky. Mm-hmm. And he changed his shit to say William Bucky because mm-hmm. people were just confused all the time. Because <laughs> obviously his name is not Bucky. Right. And they're like, Bill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has like a few random friends that call him Bill, but yeah, Bucky. Bill? But yeah, that's weird. Um, alrighty. So we're gonna talk about the episode, but really quickly, Travis Barker, for some reason, is coming out with a skincare line that's gonna be CBD. Let me tell you what's in it. They're the, the, a two-in-one face cleanser, which is so men. Two-in-one face cleanser and mask. Like, you don't need a two-in-one. It's not that hard to get a cleanser and a mask. But anyway, a daily moisturizer, an eye serum, a face serum, and a renewal balm. So the skincare products are described as all natural, vegan, fragrance-free, and non-comodogenic. What I don't know what that means. Ranging from $85. Oh, from $85 to $130. He's out of his fucking mind. Uh, <laughs> Kathy's face. <laughs> I would maybe do that for like one vitamin C serum from Drunk Elephant, and that's about it. $85. First of all, I just don't think Travis, no one's ever looked at Travis and thought, oh my God, what are you using on your skin? I've got to know. But also, yeah, your skin, you have like 8,000 tattoos. And that's my point where I was going. Why wouldn't you do like a tattoo uh, aftercare line? Like, you know, yeah. when you get tattoos, you need an antibacterial wash. You need a renewal balm. You need well, ointments. And I think we've said it before because we always talk about like celebrity products and stuff on this. Yeah. Like Kat Von D, she's a Nazi now, so we don't like her. But when she did the makeup, that was her focus was that I have a shit ton of tattoos and my makeup's really good at covering Oh. Right, it's such um, full coverage that it can cover the tattoos. Yeah, so cover your tattoos, cover your zits. You pick, you know. Right. So it makes sense, but it's like, yeah. And yeah, and like a healing cream. It's just, and then this is why I think people get so tired of celebrity products in general because they don't seem well thought out they just seem like something you slapped your name on and now you expect your fan base or courtney's fan base to purchase well and what's crazy to me is that like skincare and cosmetics are already such an oversaturated oh my god it's skin out of hand that it's hard to just go to the drugstore and be like can i get like a bottle of shampoo you know (laughs) it's like overwhelming yeah and I don't think any like random 40 year old Blink 182 fan is like, yes, this is the $85 serum <laughs> I've been waiting for. Yeah. And yeah. Someone's, I think they said it in our, um, the comment section comments or something that it feels like a money laundering thing, which I've said before. And I'm, I'm absolutely like, that's what rich people do. Diversify your bonds. According <laughs> uh, to Wu-Tang Financial. Like it's, I just, why? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, Travis could come out with, like, a set, like, a line of drumsticks and make plenty of money. (laughs) But it's, like, it's just, like, weird. And I think it's companies, like I said, when I worked in PR, there was companies that just, like, made shit. Yeah. And looked for math. Mm -hmm. And then would work with, like, brokers that would work with the celebrities people. Yeah. Chris Jenner was one of those people. 
that like would always work with these celeb people mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just like what is I don't we need to know Travis's skincare line like and then well two-in-one mask and cleanser that to me is like even though they didn't say a gender that to me is like okay so you're marketing towards men because for some reason the industry thinks men just they're so busy and uh, incapable <laughs> my power tools that I uh, need one step like a t- three-in-one shampoo cleanser and I mean, like a body wash shampoo and conditioner is fucking insane. You can reach for another bottle. It's not going to kill you. Oh, you know what? If that's what you're going for, just use a bar of soap. Like, you know, <laughs> Travis Barker's $85,000 thing. Uh, like, like a cleanser Sephora and a alone is overwhelming. But you have yeah. Sephora and you have Ulta and you have the drugstore and you have the internet. Like... I don't need Travis Barker to insert into the fray. And like, frankly, no offense, none of, honestly, none of these celebrities have like enough pull to like stand out in the noise, except yeah. Rihanna, Fenty. Yeah. yeah. I just heard Brad Pitt is making a face care Genderless. Life. Yeah. I'm not going to buy it, but like, okay, I, I'm listening. Is it's it just a face wash or is it? Is it just a face wash or the whole skincare no, line? and all stuff. It's like a bajillion dollars, but I'm like, I'm a, at least that's in his brand. Wow. Right. Movie it. star, pretty boy. Yeah. Handsome yeah. man doesn't yeah. age. Okay. Yeah. Sell serum to rich people. Fine. Whatever. Like, but it's for the most, if Beyonce, Ivy Park, Beyonce wants to sell me something, I'm like, yes. I'm an idiot. Yes. And even Beyonce <laughs> kind of stays in her lane. Like, she's not like, hey guys, <laughs> got skincare <laughs> life for you. <laughs> it's not like every Ivy Park thing she makes, I want, but it's just like, I, I'm going to listen if she wants to sell me something. Yeah. If you wanted to sell me drumsticks, drum sets and stuff, yeah. The famous star or whatever the thing he is, his like broy, uh, Southern California black sock wearing. Uh, clothing line great that's and you might already do that I, I, again we're yeah, not like that was back in the day it's and it's so okay. it's like just stick to that no one is asking about your skincare certainly not then that's why i, I kind of said maybe this is like more he's trying to capitalize on courtney's fan base because to your point the bleak 182 girls are not I think at this point they're just seeing stuff thrown at them and they see it as an opportunity to get pr and they see it as an opportunity to diversify their bonds mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or mm, a legal-ish way to launder money. Also, someone in the comments on our Instagram had also said that this um, probably was for Pete, but because he dipped so soon, they had to give it to Travis. That's a good theory. Great theory, because the way Kim really tried to make us believe that Pete had some, like, skincare regimen that she learned from or, like, that... Wow, because that is a great theory. Because it's a great like theory. Said, these companies already have the product. Yeah, they just like, need the label. List, the product, and they shop around these celebs. That makes total sense. And Travis, for as like quiet as he acts, he's like a tried and true celebrity. Like Blink One Eighty Two came up in the like thick of. The thick of the pop culture, boy band, yeah. Using the magazines, using the gossip, like he... TRL. He was a pop band. Sure, they were, quote unquote, at the beginning, and he had a lot of tattoos, and 
he's quiet. So I think he's kind of, he reminds me a lot of Kylie. Kylie gets away with a lot because she's quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they took Kylie's lip kit thing was totally like not her idea. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I love that theory because again, to me, her him having a skincare line does not make sense. So it feels like maybe Courtney was, or Chris was like, can Barker Wellness just do this? Well, and to be, Mm, I'm not saying fair to Pete, but to acknowledge, <laughs> I think Pete doesn't give a fuck too. Like if he's in something and he wants to try it, he just does it. Yeah. Then when he's over it, he's like, no. He well, he's the face of Manscaped for God's sake. Yeah, like I think if the he, check is right. Pete will show up. Yeah, I think he'll say yes to anything. And I don't. I would love to know what went south between him and Kim. I mean, there were plenty of reasons for it to do that, but. I think he'll sign up for stuff that will give him PR. And he's just like, all right, whatever. It's been really funny seeing him on the PR tour for that movie he made with Kaylee Kiyoko. A rom-com. Before he met Kim. Even before Kim, it was like he dated like two people before he even started dating Kim. After Kaylee Kiyoko literally left her husband to have this like PR relationship with Pete. But then they pushed back the movie release. Yeah. And every time they would talk about Pete, like, dating everyone in Hollywood and list off all the people, they never listed her, this poor girl. They, yeah, they won't even acknowledge that they've done anything. <laughs> now the movie's out and the, the press is so awkward. They're just standing there like, <laughs> Well, he's like, uh, did you see what he's posing with her? He was like, hand over her shoulder. She's he just like, looked, standing there just like. He looked like a 13-year-old, like a middle schooler. He had like a white sweatshirt and sweat. He's probably so glad Kim's out of his life so he can just start dressing like well, hell again. I've always had a soft spot for Kili Kuoko because I loved Eight Simple Rules, R.I.P. John Ritter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the words of Patty Stinger, I think her picker is off. Because mm-hmm. she's she's had three husbands or two? Yeah, and she dated the guy Kim. from- Kim's picker's off. Too, um, so. She dated the guy from the- what nerd show for a really long time oh yeah Uh, she did um i always call him david because i like roseanne (laughs) i have no idea for a really long time but i feel i like her yeah i don't think she makes the right choices sometimes yeah i like her too but she yeah she doesn't make the right dating choices and it's interesting she wore like a pink wedding dress but not like the ugly one that gwen stefani wore when she married gavin rossdale which also didn't work out Mm -hmm. Her picker's clearly broken because she's married to Blake Shelton. Uh, but I remember just thinking she wore this, like, pink princess dress. And I think it was her second marriage. And I was just like, girl. It's interesting, too. I, have you seen the trailer for this movie? I haven't. No, I remember seeing the press for it, like, really. I saw the, yeah, I remember them filming. Both of them. And then there was, like, this Dumois story about how they were hooking up. And there's paparazzi pictures, I think. Yeah, and then she got divorced from her husband. And so there was, like, rumors swirling. But it kind of just, like, quickly disappeared. Maybe Lauren Michaels called Pete was, like, we're pushing the release date back. So forget that girl. (laughs) I I think he dated... He dated Kaya Gerber, Sunny Crawford's Mm -hmm. daughter, at some point. And then he also dated Andy McDowell's daughter, who's, like, been in a million things. I always forget her name. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think both of them were between Kaylee and Kim. Yeah, I think so too. But yeah, I just and now find it the movie's finally coming out. <laughs> well, I find it interesting. The movie's coming out. They had the premiere like last night or night before last, whatever, this week. Where the fuck is the trailer? I probably have to Google it, but it's weird that it's like getting no press. Yeah. No I think press. They're just honoring their obligations. They're at like, this point, right? Yeah. Something went sour with 
how this movie was made and the, the promotion. Maybe Kim all. was supposed to be like on the red carpet at the premiere and they're like, yeah. fuck! Well, we have to honor a few of these tick marks on our contract. So, <laughs> the movie that's going And maybe that was the. Sh- it kind of happened. Um, There was this weird Italian movie. It was like a pizza place movie with Emma Roberts and Hayden Christensen. Mm-hmm. And he divorced Rachel Bilson during that time because he hooked up with Emma Roberts. Mm-hmm. They did the same thing with that movie. It was like, there was all this like early talk of it and then it just kind of like disappeared for like two years and then just like one day it showed up on Netflix. (laughs) Awkward. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, maybe that was the straw that broke Pete's back when they were like, Chris was like, hey, you're going to be, you're going to have a skincare line. He was like, nope. All right. Never mind. I can't. (laughs) That's too much of a commitment for me. No. Um, Also, the last topic we'll talk about is Kanye was on good morning america this morning um i did not watch it i have no intentions of watching it because it's just <laughs> about him and gap and i feel like good morning america only entertained him because they thought it was good for their ratings but the one oh, thing you fuck it, yeah they don't care they're like yeah come on michael um, <laughs> having to sit there and interview kim about bras <laughs> michael strahan is like good is he's not a current hall of famer but he's probably a future hall of famer yeah very well known. He's very, I would, I can call him a journalist at this point. I mean, he was on Michael and Kelly. He's done yeah. a lot of things. I like when Hoda had to like giggle about Kim and Pete dating. Right. Pete. Like right. Hoda, put yourself together. Exactly. So now this other poor woman had to interview Kanye about Gap and Yeezy. But the main takeaway was that he apologized to Kim for causing stress. She's the mother of his kids. So she want, he wants to make sure the kids that he co-created, his words, not mine, <laughs> we're going to be okay, which is really nice in theory, but Kathleen made a great point when before we turn on the mic that it's this feels like a cycle, you said. There's ups and downs with him, and like I don't want to pull the mental health card with him because it's complex. Mm-hmm. sure that's part of it. I don't know. It doesn't matter. He always just does these like insane things well maybe insane is like not the right verbiage just irresponsible things on irritating things could yeah. be a good word social at his concerts whatever that are going to affect his kids mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kim aside fuck him I like I hate that anytime I ever bring this up people are like oh Kim is a do you think I like either of these people at this point <laughs> but like he does all these irresponsible things and then he either goes silent for a while or he does this these like apology things. Good morning, America is pretty mainstream for him, but who knows what he was thinking. That's the thing, is who knows what he was thinking? It's but at the end of the day, Connie doesn't do anything just like randomly mm-hmm. or out of goodwill. It's always like motivated by something bigger. Maybe he wanted to flex on gap. Maybe Kim was like, I'm going to fucking release some pictures the world doesn't want to see if you don't, like, keep it together before our next show launches or whatever. Who knows? But, like, Kanye is not a person who just, like, randomly is like, I'm going to Good America. Or Good Morning America. Like, whatever. I'll date Julia Fox. No, everything is, like, out of spite. Maybe not planned out very well, but it's planned and it's spiteful. I think also, 
my thing is because they're still not legally divorced and I feel like there's still like the 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 question or discussion of custody hanging in the balance. So part of me thought this might be like just a PR, clean it up. Like, hey, this is what I was going through. But in my opinion, just to piggyback off the cycle, it gets exhausting that he does this thing. And then he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then he's back. Oh, I'm sorry. When it's like, you can just keep stuff off social. You would never know this was going on if it just was just off social media. Stop doing that. Like, <laughs> get off social media. I don't, I'm not like, oh, poor Kim or poor Pete Davidson. No, but like what you did was like really annoying and unhinged. And, like, your kids are going to see it at the end of the day. Like, I just said I had babysit for 24 hours. I don't even want to procreate. But at the end of the day. You mean co-create. <laughs> yeah, co-create. <laughs> at the end of the day, the kids, if you want to get on your high and mighty horse and be like, I am the mother of my children, co-parenting, we need to show love. for." If you care about your kids, you've been acting so irresponsibly and you're gonna do it again because you've done it five million times now you're gonna do it again and also going on good morning america how's that helping your kids either and i wish the interviewer i only say i wish she would ask this because i would ask this but i understand the interviewer probably didn't do this much research because she doesn't give a fuck good for her but in another podcast he did with the most random he might as well come on our podcast he was doing a podcast with this company that like makes yoga content like it was a very <laughs> strange platform <laughs> like if you didn't see this I don't blame I don't I don't blame you you probably didn't fall on your radar because it was a very strange podcast but he had said that Kim has the kids 80% of the time yeah well and then I would love to know why <laughs> well and also I'm sorry Connie I remember that time when you're like live videoing like no one told me about the party Ugh. it's like Okay, well, if that's your custody agreement, they don't need to tell you about the party. <laughs> if it's not on the 20%, they don't need to tell you about the party. Yeah. Like, this whole thing with... He brought up Taylor Swift. God, do we have to go back on that subject ever? With the Masters and the whole thing with Adidas and Gap. It's like, he's always like, without my knowledge. I'm like, you do not read emails. You don't read contracts. You don't listen to people. Like, that's not the same as something being done without your knowledge. You've got your, like, seventh lawyer in the last year. Like, you can't say stuff is being done without your knowledge if you refuse to acknowledge what's being presented in front of you. It doesn't mean I think these people aren't shady and are trying to, like, pull some legal like maneuvers but like I don't think Kanye like answers his phone on a regular basis I think if you tell him something he doesn't like he's like no you're done and if you ever anyone out there listening to this podcast if you Natalie knows we've talked about before if you've ever worked at a startup or worked for an entrepreneur they literally if you tell them no they're like no it's hell yeah it is like no what's the other answer you're like no like, it's not possible. No, try again. Right, make it work. I remember one time when I worked in PR in San Francisco for this complete fucking bitch. It, oh God, I want to say the company's name so fucking bad. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was when Twitter first started. And like, how old? It's when Twitter first started. And I was on Twitter. I was telling her, yeah, you should get on Twitter, da, da, da. 
And then she had read an article in the paper and like the San Francisco Chronicle about how Louis Vuitton's using Twitter and their following. And this bitch had the nerve to tell me to get her the this many followers as Louis fucking Vuitton. You're a small PR boutique in San Francisco. And this is your like demand of me. Yeah. <laughs> I need this many followers. I You're not Louis Vuitton. I had a boss at one time in San Francisco that my mom referred to as the dragon lady, like Devil Wears Prada. Cause like she would literally, it, it was like she would watch those movies or like read yeah. books on how to be a CEO. And it was just like, she was just like a walking cliche. We, and we had like 20 people in the company. I was like, we're not changing the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, we had like five people in this office. There's like 20 startups in this building alone. Like, <laughs> right. Just like, the weirdest requests were just like, no, make it happen. Yeah. Like, we had these, like, chairs that were from a refurb place. So, warranties, what are those? They were bought, like, two years before I even started working there when there was, like, five people there. And, like, she wanted me to get all the money back and return the chairs. Because, like, <laughs> one man who was, like, important sat in a chair and it, like, wobbled. And I was like... What? I was like, these chairs don't have warranties. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna close out. Like, <laughs> uh, before I ever started working here, and I was like, I just graduated college. Like, um, what? Yeah. And like, people would constantly hide the chair that was broken, just like hoping she would like move on from it. Yeah. Like one person like threatened to throw it out the window, and she, and was like, she'll never know. <laughs> like, I have to provide like a receipt. But I got the money back for all these chairs. Yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if the chair goes away. Exactly, exactly. She wants it gone and she wants her fucking money and I don't know how to fucking do that. And some random person would always put the chair back in the con- conference room just trying to be <laughs> And I was just like, you're ruining my life. You're ruining my life. <laughs> yeah, so I can imagine working with Kanye is on that same level of, like, demands. And if you can't get it done, then get the fuck out. Um, but also to the point, also what I wanted to, the point I want to make is how he's like, I don't want Kim to be stressed, da 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 Cut to Candace Owens. So Candace Owens, I don't know when this was, maybe this week or last week, but she has a like a show. I don't know what channel this show comes on. I don't know if it's a podcast. I don't really care. And by the way, if you're not from this country, Candace Owens, according to her Wikipedia, is a conservative and a Trump advocate. That's literally all they kind of describe her as. So I really don't know what. I don't know. I read her whole story. Yeah. Good. She's black, so it's like this. Yeah, spoiler alert again. <laughs> it's this weird tokenism that she's. Oh, if I a black woman is conservative, like surprise! I bet you didn't know like a black woman could be conservative, and you're like, that's, that's like definitely been her brand. Yeah, she's used her this color of her skin to kind of propel her in the conservative world. Um, she did have kind of a tough upbringing she was picked on viciously like to the point where they had to like sue the school district so I kind of feel for her hurt people hurt people she is wounded however she's very annoying and when Ray J came out with her his shit she went on her show and dragged Kim and Chris and basically she was she was just so vile with it and called Chris a pimp and Kim a prostitute which is that's her opinion I don't agree with that at all Porn star, yeah. it may be more lined. <laughs> Sex work, it's real work. That's really why I had a problem with it. Yeah. It was shaming prostitutes, which is like, bitch. Um, shaming sex work in general. 
But also, it was so misogynistic the way she went off on Kim and Chris and not Ray J. Like, if you're going to drag, some, drag them all. I, I understand. Every, like, how is Kim a prostitute and Ray J isn't in your world, in your reasoning? Well, and how is you became friends with Kanye when he was still married to Kim, the prostitute. Right. And I'm sorry, if you think that Kanye didn't know what all went down with the sex tape. Mm-hmm then you're delusional. Especially when Kanye's using lines like, my girl's a superstar all from a home movie. Yeah. In a rap like, he loves that shit. He <laughs> loves the idea of possessing this pop culture enigma. Yeah. He wanted to possess Kim. He wanted Kim to be his possession. In his fucking famous video, he put Ray J in the bed with all those other celebrities. <laughs> yeah. Like, please. So, and... I say that because then if you go on her Instagram, she's promoting the Yeezy by Gap, those sunglasses he keeps putting everybody in. Oh, uh, I just got my eyes dilated at the eye doctor. Yeah. Glasses. In my opinion, Kanye should have fucking checked Candace Owens. I, re- I prefer publicly, but if you want to just shoot her a text like, that was not yeah. cool. My, my kids will see that if this is about the kids. And America, did you mention that? Right. And I wouldn't even let her put where my shit, her, you know, where my fucking clothing line, if I'm Kanye, on your Instagram. Cause now it looks like I endorse you. Like I in alignment with whatever you say. So I just thought that was ironic that he went on Good Morning America said, like, you know, I won't, I don't want Kim to be stressed, mother of my child. Yet someone that you're letting rock your clothes and be a part of this campaign. Just call her a fucking prostitute. Well, unless we forget. No, never, not once have we ever been provided with an explanation. Obviously, he like did this whole weird dragon brother thing with, you know, who orange person. But the kind of crack in the ship, the straw that broke the camel's back was when he went on TMZ and said that you know, slavery was a choice thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, who was with him that day? Decked mm-hmm. up easy. Miss Candace Owens. Yep, sure was. Probably put the battery in his back. Like, go yeah. and say it. Say it. That has never been explained. Like, just... She's been in, in the thick of him, like, going into this weird space that he's been in for the last several years, so... Mm-hmm. Unexplained. Mm-hmm. So to her to be, like, all of a sudden, again, this is, please, no one, write us or comment about, oh, like, Kim deserves it, whatever. They all, they all knew what they were doing. They were all, right. like, all adults. And that's another thing about the whole, like, Chris is a pimp. Kim was hella fucking grown when she decided like to do <laughs> Hella fucking grown. If you think they might have been before. collaborative <laughs> partners, but it wasn't like Chris was like. Get over your 16-year-old girl. It was like, she's 28. Yeah, it was like, she'd already been married before. She'd already said she was like this guru, teenage entrepreneur wanting to, like, sell stuff on eBay. And, like, organizing people's closets, like, fleecing Ray J's mom for, like, 200 grand. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're a girl boss? Or are you, like, a naive person who's taken advantage of? Yeah, she. I don't think that. Like, she, 
Chris was like exploiting her. I think they all just got together. Yeah, and I you never know. A bunch of people who are like, this is a good opportunity. Exactly. They probably needed the money and the fame. And they needed the money for sure, right? You got any money to do that. But and I definitely think Ray J probably, again, I think rich people do a lot of weird stuff. Mm-hmm. It's the negotiating. I watch a lot of succession. Uh, I think Ray J was kind of kind of like struck a deal with his family. It was like, I'll make this weird credit card thing where he she literally ran up like Brandy's mom's credit cards. Like, I think he was just kind of like, we're going to do this thing. We'll take care of it. Like, let's just exactly. I think that I think that's what he said, too, because I think they had to pay what, 700,000. So this kind of was like, let's just do this to get the money. But also, I think they had gotten the show already. Either way, it's a good talking point for a reality show. Yes. If you need storylines, and we know they like and to- at the time, it was yeah. like, no one, like, it didn't hurt Paris Hilton to have a sex tape. Like, not hurt personally. Not like, like Pamela Anderson. Yeah, it didn't affect her, her personally. Way. And Pamela Anderson was definitely per- hurt personally. But, like, the image, like- people might have thought there might have been an audience that thought less of Paris Hilton and Pamela Anderson from their sex tapes, but there was obviously a much larger audience that was like fascinated by it. So their stars rose from that opportunity. So I think Kim and Chris, and I, I think I said this last week, but I for long held the belief that I didn't think they necessarily shopped the tape. Yeah, yeah. I just think they took opportunity where it was it showed yeah. up. But now I'm like, okay, that makes sense. It checks out. I never ruled it out. But and for a long time, I was like, I don't know if they did that. They might have just saw it as a chance to, like, get some publicity and just made the best out of a weird situation. But now I'm like, okay, yeah, I could see this. But also, I think me and Kathleen do a good job of, being realistic like why are people setting the bar so high like are you really surprised that they lied they've been lying to us for like since day one they're reality stars they have to create these and like hollywood is weird enough but like all rich people on every level of rich every faction of rich people just do weird fucking shit it is what it is once they have money and they want more money right 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 or they're scared they're going to lose money. They just yeah. start doing weird, bad stuff. Yeah. It's okay. It's really okay. Especially, again, when reality stars do shit. Like, it is, this is, like, straight out of the page of someone on from Bravo. Like, I could totally see, like, Erica Jane or someone doing this. It is fine. And again, um, both of us have worked in PR. If yeah. you've ever worked in PR, especially, again, when money is on the table. Pub, that's what publicists do. Yeah. They're not all evil. Yeah. Because a lot of people think lawyers are evil. Publicists. PR work. The Olivia Popes of the world. PR work might be more. Corrupt. Challenging for your morals. (laughs) Right. You'll be like, what? I remember like, again, the PR place I worked at, we would say so much shit was like, oh yeah, this is cruelty free. Like this one lady was making like a baby line or something or kids. And we like just totally lied to people and said, yeah, it's organic cotton. It's all this. I I work in marketing. Just even marketing is like, you find the people that need your thing, you make Mm -hmm. the thing and then you figure out how to tell the people that need your thing. 
that they need your thing. <laughs> it has the thing that you yeah. need. Yeah. You know, we work hand in hand with PR, so. Oh, I don't eat gluten. Oh, what what a coincidence. This is gluten free. Yeah. I didn't tell you that. <laughs> so oh, yeah, it's right gives right. a fuck. She lied about the sex tape. So the fuck what? Candace, yeah. get off your high horse. Go heal, honey. Um, all right, you ready to talk about this episode? Oh yeah. The episode was called There Is Something What I Wanna Tell You. It's literally what it's okay. Before we even start, I want to just put it out there. Speak your truth. I was so fucking annoyed. <laughs> Obviously by a lot of things. <laughs> but again, Kim doing this Michael Strahan video or interview or whatever. Which was like, yeah, we just don't really want to do promo because it's like there's a lot of like vulnerable stuff, like blah 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 blah. We go deep. It's kind of like teasing to get us to watch. Then they put out a promo anyways. Yeah. But the episode is obviously gonna be about Chloe discussing the Tristan garbage. I was so annoyed. I was like, they do this every time. Now we can get into the episode. All right, let's get to it. So, to your point, it made sense. For the whole episode, the vibe of it is very campaigning for, not the fans, because fans would never do this per se, but the trolls to not shit on Chloe, even yeah. though the trolls do not watch the show. So, that it doesn't make sense that you're making content for people that don't watch your show. They're just, ah. always, I think, again, it goes back to that weird obsession with being like, relevant and liked and they used to be more obsessed with being liked bef- before they had as much power as they have now but it's just like why do you need to respond to this audience that is going to shoot on you regardless right they don't fuck with you anyway make a show just make a show so to your point make a show and this is why i i had like a light bulb moment as watching oh this is why you didn't put this in the fucking finale you're too busy trying to like quote unquote protect chloe (laughs) chloe chloe instead of making a show because if you would have put that in the show the finale season one as a cliffhanger like i've got to tell you something or something we would have been like oh my god like what's going on but like it's just well, turned like, into propaganda. Peak content, and then like that's obviously not going to be part of season two. Like everything is just a shit show. The show is not well planned out, and I think Hulu is out of their element. Yeah, totally. They cannot and make a reality I show. I think they put the hammer down. It was like we don't think people care about this show, and that's <laughs> the thing is Hulu is a streaming platform, and coming from the world of digital analytics. <laughs> they're looking at the data all the time. So they can tell if people are interested in this premiere by a whole number of channels. Yeah. And clicks or people watching this. So I think they were already disappointed in the first season. Spent all that money on that fucking promo and rollout. And like they can get granular with this stuff. Mm -hmm, I promise you. That's the business I'm in. And I think they went to them later in the cycle of releasing season two, which is, it was already kind of sketchy that they did two seasons. It was kind of loose. I I think they were like, all right, you guys got to like dangle a carrot. And so that's what they did. Because it's also out of order, which we can 
Uh, we can get into that. I'm, I'm so confused by the timeline. It's not like I give a shit, but that was another thing. It was very clear that they wanted you to know that she did not know this had, had happened before she put yeah. the egg. Da, da, da. But I'm like, he cheated on her like 10, 20 times. So she should have probably been a little bit more. Well, and then Kim's all bullshit about like, we didn't want you to wait till the end. Fuck you. That's what every TV show does. Yeah. You had a gun against your head from Hulu that was like, you got to get people to watch this first episode because that's what they bank on. They want to get people hooked on the first episode. Yeah. So you come That's like what TV shows look at first, first episode. So all of a sudden they're like, fuck, we got to do the Chloe content now. Yeah. And Kim's like on 17 different interviews being like, we're not doing any promos because it's very vulnerable. (laughs) <laughs> or like whatever we want people to think it's raw okay we're scrambling in the background we're trying to figure out what we're gonna do so trot out chloe's trauma let's do that oh my god the whole episode was her like i understand if and again like kathleen's point who might be out of their element and i understand they're trying to sell it as a documentary but with keeping up we always had three plot lines an a plot b and c it was very easy to follow dot 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 Chloe was in every fucking scene. She had the same conversation like 50 times. Like if you didn't watch the episode, you didn't miss anything. Out like a like a, a soap opera or something. It's like it's not structured like a documentary at all. At all. And yeah. for the record, the last like two seasons of keeping up when they were still on E were like dominated by Chloe and fucking trash can. Yeah. So it's like, why would it suddenly be like so shocking? We couldn't. It's not shocking, right? It's not giving the drama you think it is. Let you wait to the end of the season to see what happened with the surrogate. It like very much seemed like a scramble, cover our asses, get ahead of a story, or Tulu's gonna cut our contract if we don't. Even Courtney, who like doesn't even like to do anything, is like, yeah, we're already filming season three. Are you? Are you just like, is that a threat? Like, Jesus. I actually love, so Ryan Bailey, we've uh, interviewed with him before. He has a podcast so bad it's good. Hilarious. <laughs> he keeps, like, he kept reposting the, like, two days. Th- like, one day. Like, the, like, countdown for the premiere. He's like, like, it was a threat. Like, that's what it feels like. <laughs> are you threatening us? Like, if we don't watch this, you're gonna come steal our dogs or something? Like, and make no mistake, I have compassion for Chloe. Like, it's less about Chloe and more about, again, me being realistic that this is a show that yeah. I want to watch. But I can't sit there and watch her have the same conversation over. And, like, it was insane how this show, this first episode was structured. It was absolutely it crazy. Like Especially how they, they marketed it after yeah. it was like, we're not promoting it. I was like... You're on Good Morning America. Like, <laughs> you are promoting. This is just, you're on James Corden in a skit. This is promotion, girl. We're not releasing a promo. Oh, never mind. We're releasing one now. And then it was, like, a special episode. Like, this is so urgent. We can't wait. I was like, the baby has been here for multiple months. We knew about the scandal for multiple months before that. Tristan knew it about it multiple months before that. This is not breaking news. Well, it's just, and it's weird, like, the ba- the baby's a Leo, so I was like, oh, interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> interesting. The other thing I noted was, 
the her not wanting to have a baby shower. I kind of understand that because she's not pregnant, so she's not feeling it. She's rich. She doesn't need anything. So I, I understood why she didn't want to have a baby shower, but Chris is, like, stuck on tradition. And this is, bitch gets balloons for, like, Boxing Day in Canada. So <laughs> I just think she was having a pity party because Tristan fucked up. Yeah, I, I know. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But I understand. I understand. Baby to be, like, the perfect little puzzle piece to your fucked up family. And it didn't work out. And that's a sad reason to not have a baby shower. Right, you don't have right. to. Do that. But I don't believe that you just didn't want a baby shower because you had everything you needed. You don't I'm want a baby shower to give <laughs> the, the sperm that you chose to extract for this child is a fucking loser. I was and trying to go, give her some grace. <laughs> like, I don't. Okay. Have, <laughs> not for It's not for Chloe. It's I know what you mean. The situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chloe is a byproduct of a lot of horrible people who are not, like, for her, that pretend that they are. So I think that Chloe was in a place where she was feeling really bad about herself, that her little magical dream was falling apart. And that's why she didn't want to have a big shower. It was not because she was like, oh, I have stuff. It's fine. Well, you know what else, though? An entire house of balloons and flowers for, like, every random occasion. Chloe doesn't have friends like that. That that's another thing I was thinking. Like, who is she supposed to be inviting to this baby shower? The first one was sponsored by Amazon and Kim Zolziak showed up. Like, (laughs) she could not have a baby shower. It's fine. They will make an occasion out of thin air. Oh, yeah, they will. Any excuse to order balloons. Because I'm like, she cannot have a baby shower. Flowers. They'll get matching outfits for the kids. Chloe, of all people, would have had a baby shower for this baby. Yeah. But he, her family was intact. Yeah, yeah. I think, and, and it's fair. I don't blame her. Yeah. Again, this is not a shit on Chloe. It's just let's be realistic. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of ways that she arrived to this horrible place that were not her fault. That were other people in her life just really doing her wrong. Well, that's why when the, the I wanted to talk about that too. I'm more upset with her family. Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> like I get the crying to me, all that damn crying. No, it's time for the tough love. Tough love is still love. Especially Chris. And you know, I know in my hardest parts, Chris is the mastermind behind all this garbage. She's good at hiding it. And you like have this soft spot for Chris because she's funny and entertaining. But Chris, I was like, why are you crying? Why are you crying? The one that created this fucked up psychological damage in Chloe's head. Well, she was the one at the engagement, Travis and Courtney's engagement, talking to Tristan like, you're next. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you're next? You know. She, and again, I've said before, I get it with Scott because, like, his parents died. But, like, she was the one who was, like, constantly talking to Scott. When right. Courtney was like, please, mother, like, this is yeah. not healthy. Yeah. Like, she's the one who is constantly fostered this idea, obsessed with her dead husband she cheated on, and he cheated on her. And I think at the end of the day, like, I was talking about this earlier in our, like, comments she i think chloe has this weird broken thing inside of her head again because of chris because even if it isn't true even if she's not the result of an affair 
Chloe doesn't look like her siblings and people have been asking about it for years. So I think that's part of the reason Chloe is so obsessed with True having a sibling that's like genetically the same. Oh, for sure. There is, and all of them to an extent have that. They they all come from a broken home, essentially, by definition. Oh, so Kendall and Kylie are your sisters, but they're from a different parent? Like, it's like, why are you so obsessed with that? And I think Chloe especially has shown the signs of a person who's like deeply wounded by a lot of things. This entire franchise. We've known from, what was it, the second episode when she gets her DUI? Like, we've known. And so to come full circle and watch this just, like, trauma porn of her crying, like, this isn't a, again, not a shit on Chloe, but, like, seeing all the family members just, like, you're all part of it. Like, when Kim was like, um, yeah, you should invite Tristan to the delivery room because he won't get this moment back. Fuck him! Fuck him and his moment. Why does he deserve the moment, Kim? He doesn't need a moment. Like, he can go see his other son. How about that? Yeah, it took a moment to impregnate another person. Go see baby Theo if you want a moment. Yeah. Like it took I a think- moment to have sex with other people that weren't Chloe. It took a moment to make out with Jordan, who you guys exercised out of the family. Like, I feel like Clo- the advice I would have gave Chloe as a friend and family member is don't invite him. You should be able to enjoy this day with your Ooh, new baby, girl. have peace. And then a couple days later or the following week, he can come over and see his son and his daughter to knock it out. And that's it. I've seen a lot of people like say how it's hard to see her like not enjoy the process and all that. Totally get that. Don't bring that fucking guy in there then. The main reason you can't enjoy it? You want to invite? No. No. Like, no. You're already having a hard time like coping with this. But I think at the end of the day, like, and this might sound harsh and not giving grace to Chloe. I feel like she's projecting her disappointment in her little nuclear family that she wanted so bad yeah. onto this child. And I, and it's one thing when you get pregnant by accident, mm-hmm. but you planned this surrogacy for a long time. You, ins- you, you put the seed and the egg together, you planted it in a surrogate. Like that was a lot of choices and planning. And I do think that Tristan is like a master manipulator. So this isn't, I'm, this is not me saying like Chloe's a fucking idiot, but it's just like you can say the plan didn't go the way I wanted, but I'm going to, I'm going to love this child. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you would if it was an accident with some person you never even speak to again. Yeah. Like she was like, I'm in denial. I had a baby. She didn't even decorate. She had nothing. She had like the nursery or whatever room was supposed to be his wasn't even decorated. This is the girl that puts like balloons and flowers and shit for like every single fucking thing. Like, and going even back to the Kanye thing, it's like your kid's gonna see that all this stuff is gonna like live on the internet forever. And I just feel like. You were more sad that Tristan didn't love you than the fact that you had this child now that you could love, regardless whoever sperm made it. You could have got the sperm from a sperm bank. I would have suggested that. But, like, at the end of the day, you have a child. Like, fuck that guy. 
Yeah. He has fucked up so many times. Have a party. Get excited. Fuck him. The only thing about the episode I kind of didn't believe, I mean, obviously the timeline, I was like, mm. but when she was saying how Tristan was really pushing for this, but I'm like, he probably was, but you were pushing too. Like, I don't want to make it seem like Tristan, like what made you get in bureau. Yeah. He was lying to you that he was all in and all about you, but they had been talking about this since 2020 on keeping up the Kardashians. Yeah. So this is I mean, very thought out to your point. Manipulative, like, Adam Levine. I've been loving all the Adam Levine names. Like he probably told Bahati, like, let's get pregnant again. Knowing that could like keep her at bay for a while while he went and sent some more weird DMs, you know. Trying to trap her, as <laughs> as Kendall said. That's like till as old as time. Like, oh, act like you're interested in the family for like five seconds so you can go cheat some more. Okay, whatever. But also at the same time, it's like Chloe. But I think that's my, like, roundabout point is that as much as it's frustrating to see Chloe do this over and over and over again, I think she's a byproduct of her family. Yeah. And I, I think it would have been, this way. as a lot viewer, it would have not been nice to see somebody in that family get fucking buck with her and be like, here's what's going to happen. You're yeah. going to have this baby. You're going to, we are, we've been through this before. So we're not going to have the tears and act like this is devastating. Secondly, if you go back to him, we cannot talk to you anymore about him. Like it's getting to the point where you're self deprecating. Yeah. We we're, we we're done with this conversation. Like I would have liked that more and than like what Kim, we got. Kim loves to be like the clap back, the bad bitch. <laughs> when it's convenient. And then she was the first person licking his asshole. Right. When he like came around for like five seconds. Hey, thanks for unblocking me. It's Go like, Tristan. You're all, like you're all a really bad friends. Like of course I'm sitting front row at his It's game. hard it's to be family. friends with someone who is with someone that you know is not good for them. It's Who's been dogging your sister, brother, or whoever out? Be their best friend. You don't need to be like, oh my god, Tristan's a changed man. Like, oh my god. I thought he changed. Like, it's one thing if they just didn't get along or they are having, like, yeah. normal problems. But the fact that this man is shitted on your sister repeatedly, publicly, and y'all are just like, it's cool. Get over here. Come to the Christmas Co-parenting is for the kids. No, <laughs> it's not for the kids. It's for you and your egos. Yeah. It's the like, kids don't care. The kids can have separate birthday parties. The kids will probably be stoked that they get two birthday parties every year. Absolutely. Just there's plenty of people whose divorced parents don't get along. And they, they're fine. The other thing I wanted to note was while I, I understand the intentions with the show was to like bring in a lot of like sympathy for Chloe's situation. Chloe is not the first or only single mother, baby mama, whatever you want to call them in this family. So it's very weird that they're treating her like her situation is so dire and so unique to the family. And it's I especially interesting that none of them brought up their own situations yeah like are any of them in a normal nuclear family right. no. Uh, no you're all in some no. up all of you are children's of divorce and affairs and all these other things none of you are in a monogamous nuclear family no at one. all 
Which is fine. Who gives a fuck? That's Who gives a shit? But if you really want to help her, once again, bring up your own. Like, Kylie should have been like, girl, me and Travis are not even really together. Uh, Malika, you also are a very single mother with a raggedy baby daddy. Talk about that. Kimberly, you got pregnant while you were still married to Chris Humphreys and you didn't want a baby shower either. Bring that up. What the fuck? Yeah. What in the fuck? I that's another thing I kind of was disappointed about. Like, none of you are gonna talk about your own shit to at least ease her mind or help her understand she's not alone. Sometimes it's not perfect. That's okay. It's quite all right. Like, and I I appreciated Courtney got like a little weird into the like Jesus stuff, but like I felt like at least Courtney was kind of like oh yeah, that was very blessing. Like it says in the Bible that kids are blessed. <laughs> like at least just look at it as like you want another kid. You have another kid. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Like I know Chloe or Courtney wasn't in a lot of scenes. She was only in the baby shower scene. But bitch, you've been a single mother up until like last week. You have nothing to say. And Scott is trash as well. You don't want to offer any like con- like wow, remember how hard it was those times where he was like getting drunk in hotel rooms and like going to rehab like you know I get it and yeah I just think I don't know I think they almost use Chloe as a punching bag Mm -hmm. and that's not to totally let Chloe off the hook because I think she again she's a grown-ass woman but I do think she is I think she's suffered the most from like the shitstorm of this family Mm -hmm. and their dad dying because it was like she was in high school. I I've held the belief that she is not Robert's biological child, which doesn't matter, but I just think it's the reality. She doesn't look like her sisters. I think she's always had this like odd man out like complex. Mm-hmm. I think she's she's by far of all of them the most like other. Mm-hmm. And she always kind of presented herself as this like as Tristan once said, a bulldog, like, kind of, like, intense and, like, I'm a fighter and, like, don't ever take shit from anybody. I wouldn't put up with that. Fuck that. <laughs> but she's, like, deeply insecure about, like, where she stands. And I think they take advantage of it. And they always say, like, my girl Chloe's a fellow cancer. Like, she's so empathetic. She loves everybody. And I'm like, it's a blessing and a curse. You're not supposed to be empathetic to everybody. Exactly. You've got to love yourself. Empathetic to bad people. <laughs> yeah. You got to love yourself more than making <laughs> bad people feel good. Like she should have loved herself more than making sure Tristan got his moment. It's like, fuck his moment. You need fuck your his moment. Ruin his moment. Yeah. You need and to have your he moment. He doesn't need to come to all the parties. He doesn't need right. this. Like co-parenting. You literally can have perfect example. Dream hangs out with you all the fucking time do you get in contact with china no you don't it is very possible to have zero contact especially when you guys are as wealthy as you are you don't need to contact the person who fathered the your child it is and that doesn't mean you have to and i've always maintained you don't have to just exactly you don't have to hate him you can be like, we don't, we don't have that type of relationship. Because I sometimes the most loving thing you can do is let someone experience life without you. Like, yeah. since you don't fucking get it, here's how bad your life is without me. And that's fine. 
let them come over, hang out with the kids, whatever schedule you want to have. But the crying's got to stop. Trying to consider his feelings, you're like, gotta you're, stop. Again, I'm not a parent. I don't think I'm fit to be a parent. But I almost feel like it's like deceitful to do the like we're all together thing, like the what you're not together, the what? like we're all together thing. Like, oh, we're all together. Okay. We're like we'll all go to like Disneyland or like we'll all go to this like Father's Day brunch or whatever. Maybe eventually down the line where everyone's like cool and like you have a new spouse and they have a new spouse or whatever. I know people like that who have co-parents that are like everyone's friends, but it's like you don't need to pretend you guys are a parental unit in front of your child to like help their development. Like if anything, I think that's more fucked up. That kid doesn't need to be like fed lies and kids pick up on like energy. So kids are going to pick up on the fact that you like fucking hate each other. It's forced. Yeah. They're going to know this is so forced. (laughs) Yeah. Ideally you'll get to the place where you can all hang out. During like occasions, like graduations and stuff, but it's like you don't need to pretend. You don't need to both pick up true from dance class. (laughs) Well, the yeah, the Father's Day brunch was so weird because, in my opinion, about the Christmas party doesn't get to come to the Christmas party. Have a different party because I now I have a new issue with Tristan. I was not I was okay when he was just cheating because I'm like whatever you're a dude you cheat that you're tall it's inevitable. But the (laughs) fact that you both claim a child that you made now we have a different fucking ball game now we're in the like oh wait you're a terrible person so why would you want to have a relationship i guess that's where my mindset is with chloe why would you want to have make sure this man's so involved or so around when you know he has a whole nother child out there that he will not claim doesn't want to see like that's the problematic part for me and i really hated the line, I I don't know word for word, but it was something like, it's hard to, like, be having a child with someone knowing that they're having a child with someone else. Yeah, that's, I think that's like, exactly it. was almost it. like, oh, my child is, like, worth less because there's another one. It's like, what the fuck? Like, you should be saying, it's hard knowing the person that bothered my child doesn't respect himself or his his family or this future child enough to like think about the implications of his actions something like that it's like something super general he's yeah. like pissed that there was like well my child's so special now because he made another one yeah he fucking fucks whatever moves <laughs> there's probably like 40 of him out there you're right so, this, this is all we know about these are the also- ones you know these are the ones who are suing him so like but that doesn't make your child any less than. Absolutely. This is all about Tristan. Like, it's yeah. Tristan's had the issue. Yeah. And that other girl and that other baby matter too. Like, it doesn't, it just the wording is like so bizarre to me. Like, oh, like, it's hard to be excited. Like, well, why is your baby so special? Like, why did you put so much energy in your head that like you two creating a baby was so special when this guy has done nothing but disrespect you? Yeah, he's shown you plenty of times who he is. The (laughs) combination of your egg and his sperm is not what's special. What's special is that this child that's now entering the world is yours to love. Love the shit out of it. It could have come from anywhere. It could have come from outer space. Like, (laughs) who cares who contributed the DNA? I thought it was especially funny (laughs) 
because I'm sick, when uh, True said, I'm having a baby brother to Malika. And I'm thinking, no, girl, you already have a baby brother. (laughs) Did your mom never tell you they have two? Oh, honey, you already have a baby brother. Probably looks like all of you because his genes are so fucking strong. Must be like a thing of demons. They just (laughs) procreate and they look just like him. I've heard that too. Like, And I don't know if I've ever told this story. My mom uh, had a daughter mm-hmm. who found her later in life. Uh, oh, wow. She met my dad. It was her first boyfriend. He, like, stopped talking to her when she found out she was pregnant, blah, blah, blah. And when she found her, a couple, like, a year or so ago. Oh, wow. Shit. Yeah. And she's really cool. And as, with the first everyone always says I look like my mom. And I do look a lot like my mom, mm-hmm. especially compared to my siblings. But I see the, her picture, and I was like, Mom, she's like your photocopy. <laughs> Doppelganger. My mom immediately was like, oh, she looks so much like the dad. And my mom, oh. my, oh, my response, doesn't even remember the guy's name. They didn't date that long. And I'm like, Mom, no. she's. Not, I don't even know who that guy is. Right, like, right. Like, she looks just like you. Like, right. people could tell me my entire life, I look like you. That girl looks more like you than I do. Mm-hmm. And... But, yeah, I think it's, like, this response that it's just, like, you see the reminder and, like, this person that, like, contributed. And I've heard it with, like, you know, trigger warning, rape victims. Like, they see the person that Mm -hmm. did that to them. And it's, like, it's so, it's such, like, a example of how much our culture has, like, permeated into like women's brains where it's yeah, like yeah. the man contributed the term and, and it's like yeah. Jesus it's like well like Ice T's daughter I'm like Coco is this your daughter yeah I see none <laughs> of Coco <laughs> well even like dance uh nephews we were babysitting uh and my nephew is also half Mexican and dance nephews are half Mexican so they're like brown dark hair Mm-hmm. And we're like at Chick Fil A, just like these two like pale blonde people like, <laughs> kidnapped them. <laughs> but yeah, and we're just like, uh, hey. <laughs> well, and then the third one that his sister just had, it apparently is like he's like already seems like he's pretty light skinned and and like blonde white hair, and they're like great. Like we're gonna be like out and about, and people are gonna be like, what happened here? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, but. Yeah, I, I, I got that sense that, like, I, I, again, I will never know because I don't think I'm ever going to procreate, but I could see that, like, maybe Chloe just has this feeling, like, when she sees them, she's going to see Tristan. So, like, if she just got a sperm donor, like, would she feel the same thing that she feels with True? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Whatever. That's pretty much the episode in a nutshell. Then afterwards, they showed like this video montage of still to come. There's nothing exciting. The only thing I can tell you that was interesting, there was absolutely no Pete in any of these things. Not even that stupid shower. Pete, you want to take a shower with me? (laughs) That wasn't even in there. So that's why they like were like, Chloe. Yeah. We need you to put the trauma out front. We need you to take one for the team again. (laughs) I think they put a lot of weight. And Pete being a part of yeah, yeah, yeah. and they they had and that's why probably like, I don't know never had any long relationships, but right, and that's probably why Hulu's like fuck because like, they did show the Met Gala, 
in the previews, but no Pete. Like even like her stand, if I remember correctly, even her Kim standing on the red carpet didn't even really include Pete. It's very crazy. Um, Stupid did they think we are? Like (laughs) he was there. And like you went on speaking of Good Morning America, you went on the Today Show. You went on like forty different interviews talking about Pete, and you've been dating for like five minutes. He loves skincare. Um. Also, too. No, finally, the only thing I want to say about the episode is that to Kathleen's point about just make a show. If they would just give us one good scene with Chloe being able to unleash her anger yeah. out on Tristan. That's what the fa- that's what will get All the fans really on her side and rooting for her. If she could just get Tristan and the whole family could be in on it too. I don't care if it's real or not. Tristan could be in on it. Like it could be totally yeah. fake. But have them like show up to the house and they can all come up there and be like, "You're a fucking piece of shit." Right. Fifteen things that you've done. Fuck you. Fuck your friends. Bye. Throw water on him like you did Scott. Pull him to pull him to the side like you did Scott. Something. That's what the viewers want. We want justice. We want violence on camera. None of this. Well, I've been talking to him. No, we want to see you talk to him. We have this obsession with seeming like gracious and like I'm the bigger person because I'm like not mad at him because I love True. No, in fact, True should know. That you don't take shit from shitty people. And for the sake of to be, if it's just like, well, he did like 50 bad things, but like his sperm made an egg like <laughs> fertilized. So he's a fine person. And for the sake of the show, so it could be entertaining, we want to see that shit. We want to see more like conflict. Like I want Tristan on there, just in just dragging him and then he can go. I want you guys well, like- to. Chloe being upset is like real shit. Yeah. Did they drag it out? Absolutely. Did they manipulate it for the show? Yes. Kim's gonna just never even explain Pete, even though he's <laughs> press to her. Something so, we deserve. We deserve an explanation. Like, well, we had this deal and it went somewhere. I'm like, uh, he went in my private chat for Machine Gun Kelly and I said, no, whatever. I'm not sure. <laughs> Makes again to your point, make something up, but it's like don't just act like it never happened. You yeah. shoved it down our throats. You said that the camera woman had seen it. your vagina less than him. So, like, come on. Yeah, I just feel like they need to get back to trying to make an entertaining show. I don't know what's going to take. Maybe they need to contract Andy or someone at Bravo for some help. Maybe get someone who worked at E because yeah. this is it not. Is. Those housewives are willing to get messy. Right. They oh. are willing to bring the mess no matter what. They'll invite somebody, like, have a party and invite Tokyo Tony. And, like, let's just see what happens. Plan it. Just get drunk and roll the tape. Get drunk, right? Do these people not drink anymore? Like, oh, God. I think we've said that before, though. And I'm like, get drunk. Do something interesting. Everything is like a vice grip. Chris just is, like, like, having to bring the funny every fucking episode by herself. I know she's tired. By the way, cousin Cece Slade. Slayed down, boots down. She looked amazing in that little pantsuit. Come on, cousin Cece. Probably bought from Kardashian Closet. <laughs> Borrowed something from Kardashian Closet. Yeah, bar- not even bought. It was uh, at the warehouse when she was taking pictures and she just put it back. I'd be so weak if she like posted a <laughs> screenshot of herself. Now available on Kardashian Yeah, probably. Um, also, um, she's hilarious when she said that it will be a great basketball player. <laughs> 
Cece's like, bitch, I'm not taking this seriously. I'm on it. I thought I was yeah. going to cry. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to cry. Just I'm both of you. Ready. Yeah, both of you guys are tall. Just I'm let them go to the league. I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> Cece was like, I don't want to tell you, girl. Um, But yeah, anyway, let's do some Tyra mail. Actually, I'm going to share my screen with you just in case you don't feel like opening. Yes. I feel like that method's good. It took us a while to figure out. But. Well, fucking um, <laughs> Zoom took so long to get that feature. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. It wasn't an option. Before. I'm like, hello. You can share a screen on Teams. Get it together. Um, this is called Diet Injections. Hi, dolls. A quick one to say that word on the street is that there's a hot new Hollywood weight loss trend that the dolls are definitely jumping on. Since the audacity of the caucasity is back, meaning (laughs) Kim is a white lady now, there's a new drug that could explain Kim's obvious weight loss. I just saw you share this pic of her and the the flop, James Corden, of her weight (laughs) changed. So if you go on our Instagram, the Say Bible, it's a side-by-side. Oh, no, I shared it on, fuck, I didn't put it on our page because I didn't want to be mean. I shared it from Hollywood Unlocked in our story. So you can go on yeah. Hollywood Unlocked. You can Google it. It was on a bunch of places. I yeah. Think it was filtering around, yeah. But basically, from her 2019 appearance versus her this year's appearance, she is like, it's like night and day. She's so, so skinny. Even her boobs are smaller, which yeah. is tough to do. But um, um, ozone, ozone pick? Ozempic. Ozempic is a new diabetes injectable medication that hit the market within the last couple of years. My doctor has prescribed it to me because I have insulin resistance, not diabetes, but I haven't been able to actually buy the drug from the chemist because supplies are so low in Australia, at least. I've heard it costs about $1,000 a month in the United States, but here it's about $150 a month. Wow. But <laughs> just really impossible to get your hands on, sadly. We know the girlies aren't afraid of a drastic body modification. So injections oz- ozempic into their stomachs once a week to get insane weight loss results for an already skinny mini Kim. I bet that's what she's using. And I'm sure the other girls will hoard the costly medication. So people with real health struggles can't get it. I mean, they need it. It's time to be white ladies again. I just need Kimberly to get rid of that dry ass fuck blonde wig. I'm sick of it. And plus her boobs look so deflated. Yes. I just said that. I hate her white era. <laughs> That's so funny. That's the worst part about getting skinny when you're depressed is your boobs just get like Right. It's like you're breastfed or something. I heard this on Sexy Unique Podcast, by the way, who are hilariously unhinged Bravo podcast, but they have good source on random slip things. Love ya, Nikki. Yeah. Like I was saying, her boobs even look like really, really small. Well, and they, one of the things that like is just natural, regardless if you've had fillers or whatever, um, when you age, and Kim is what, 41 now, when you age, your skin loses fat and collagen. Mm-hmm. And so a, a lot of like celebrities struggle with this because if you get skinny as in, as you age, like you you lose that like fluff basically and you can start to get like sunken. But then with the fillers, it kind of is like having this like extra face like on top of your face. And yeah. so a lot of celebrities are kind of like struggling to find the balance. Like even Gwen Stefani who had like, a pretty solid like bone structure like late into um 
recently. She looks like insane. Like her last, like, I think she probably like panicked. And so Kim, like suddenly losing weight in like her 40s seems like counterintuitive to me because it's just going to make it harder to keep up with. Yeah. Filler perspective. But I absolutely believe if there is, Kim said she would eat poop. She'd eat her own poop. (laughs) So if there's something out there, she's going to take it. So I find that very interesting. Also, too, yeah, and then I was, I think it might have been TikTok or something I watched where they were saying, how do you get a BBL reduction? And this one girl said she found out and that you just get lipo. Like, that's how you reduce your BBL. Like, so it's very possible that she might be just right, getting, <laughs> right a gang lipo and then whatever this new, new, new jazz is. Um, but that's so funny to hear that this writer wants Kim to be a strong black woman again. She's <laughs> like, I can't. Take Karen Kardashian. I'm just like, I'm just tired of her. I've always said this. She has no personal identity. She mm-hmm. constantly, I think at her core, when she was like Paris Hilton's assistant and was like fame hungry and more like labels, and like huge Louis Vuitton bags, that was probably the most Kim we ever saw. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As I an individual. Yeah, I think now she's like a constant identity crisis. I think she somewhere she got in her head that she needs to be somebody's girlfriend or wife for... She needs to be a social justice warrior. She needs to be a fashion girly. She needs to be a cool girl next door that watches Road World's Real World The Challenge. Like, you don't need to be any of those things. Well, fame hungry bitch. That's what you are. It's fine. Don't worry, darling. Yeah. (laughs) Just be a fame-hungry psychopath. It's fine. Yeah, that's why we fell in love with you. Unapologetically fame-hungry. Like, you could just be that. Although, I feel like, I always say, Kim doesn't, I don't think, really understands how big of a star she is. There's some stuff she should be saying no to these days. Yeah, see, that's the thing. She hasn't even fully accepted, I am a fame-hungry bitch, because she still keeps taking stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't have to do that, but... If you're still taking those things, it's because that's what you are. You yeah. literally need like a constant source of validation. So just take it and be that person. Yeah, I guess so. Because I I would love for her to get to a place where she doesn't have to take. Like she's like, nah, I'm too big for that. Nah, I don't do that anymore. But she, woof, baby girl has been. She's been doing something like every day. Like the that boots. What's it called? Swartz. Uh, Stuart. Stuart. Oh, Stuart Weissman. Yeah. Well, and I'm pretty sure those like um. Well, maybe are they Stuart Weitzman? Those, yeah, like, it was. It was. Um, the metal, like uh, whatever, like Monty Python era boots, uh, that she wore in the Tiffany ad. I think those might be Stuart Weitzman because they're like famous. But it's like the it was the same leotard, but in a different color. I was like, are you just like rotating through these like sponsorship deals, like? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very strange how she she literally has jumped on everything like Peloton. We've got the boots now. The Dulce and Cabana ads, which controversial. Well, I was saying, okay, so Peloton's obviously suffering. They like people don't want to be on their Pelotons anymore because like they want to go outside. Uh, 
they call Kim. <laughs> the Beyond Me guy just literally bit somebody's nose. Oh, off. Yeah, the chief <laughs> taste consultant of Beyond Meat. Now you gotta deal with him biting someone's nose off. Like Jose and Gabbana are racist assholes. It's, it's just like, too much. Call Kim. Are we on the borderline of bankruptcy? A gap was about to file bankruptcy. Call Kanye. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. It's just it's a lot right now, but um yeah, the moral of the story is. is. And I don't say that in a way like, oh, she doesn't know who she is. No, I think she's obsessed with like trying to be as many things as possible at mm-hmm. all times. Yeah. That continually keeps her feeling validated and relevant. Top of, yeah, trying to stay top of mind yeah. with the fans. But it's like, girl, I'll you can rest. With therapy. You can rest. You got the kids 80% of the time. I know you're tired. There are people who are like on a show in the 80s that stopped working. Yeah. And have more than enough money to retire mm-hmm. until they die. Shout out to Jalil White. Yeah. Great example. You <laughs> do not need to keep working. Jalil White's like, I don't need to work, so I'm not going to. I might yeah. pop up every now and then. Yeah. Um, from my space. Yeah. You don't need to keep working. You're doing it because you're a narcissist. It's just like, oh, like yay. Um, the next one or the last one we'll do is sort of all over the place. Sorry. Looking forward to reading this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hello, I'm writing this two days before season two airs because I need to get it out before they give me new content to rant about. I've had so many thoughts about this family and keep meaning to write. So I'm just going to by family member. Sorry, it might be a bit long. First is Chris. I have nothing to really say about her besides the fact that she is horribly photoshopped into the da- into that deranged Christmas themed <laughs> Christmas place ad she did with Chloe. True and dream. It's obviously terrifying. Also, the Nori's Black Book Instagram post ding, about her martini-themed eyeshadow absolutely killed me. I can't believe they, in their right mind, put that product out. Oh, thank you very much. Some of my <laughs> best work. Uh, speaking of eyeshadow... <laughs> Great transition. Next is Kylie. I know I emailed about her a while back, and I'm honestly scared for her. She just seems... This is a great... Um, no, she just seems so brain dead, and I'm genuinely worried she has forgotten she has another child. I cannot believe that people are acting like her t- talking about the ch- her child's name or lack of name, half a name, sort of a name on the James Corden show is just gossip. It's not gossip or tea or insider information. It's deranged. This is not normal. Pause. Okay, yeah, because I'm I noticed that Kylie cannot do appearances by herself. She always has Chris. Also, number two, when did this family stop sharing the names of their children? Like, even on this episode, Chloe was like, no name Thompson. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Why are you holding on to it? Even if you have a name, like, Angelina Jolie, like, sold her baby pictures to Vanity Fair, whatever. Like, just get it out there. Like, it's weird to think that you're so special. You need to, like, make this a topic of discussion. Right. Stop talking about it. I'm like, you all, and again, I get it for privacy, you know, if this was like a normal celebrity. However, you're on a reality show. Well, and it's like James Corden is only asking questions that you guys approved. Right. If you don't want to say the baby's name, never ask about the baby's name again. Well, I just feel like, and there's like so many instances where people are like, well, this XYZ is not our business. When you have a reality show, that is yeah. based on your family. Yeah. Kind of is our business. Paid appearance on James Corden, and he runs every question by you ahead of time. 
If you don't want to say the baby's name, don't have a mask. I'm like, this is crazy. We're not getting baby names now. Why do we have a like, show? Am I having a gun being held to my head to watch the entire Hulu series? <laughs> to know the baby, the second baby's name? The second. And it's a boy. No shade. We, know, we don't really care about boys in this family. So please. Just give us the name. Let's move on with our lives. Next is Kim. What is she going to do when Skims runs out of product? I think she should start doing Skim robes, slippers, pillows, blankets, sheets. There's only so many times you can have random famous people wear bras before the people start getting bored. Also, I love the blonde for a while, but her hair has fully moved to looking gross. Every time she posts on Instagram, all I can think is Natalie saying that wig has been in the ocean. <laughs> it just makes me just. <laughs> she took that fucking wedding in seawater and still wearing it. I cannot Wonder, believe it. I mean, it looks like trash. I'm not a wig expert, but it looks bad. But I wonder if she was like a l- bunch of them and they like rotate them. Well, that new shit she's doing now with her ponytail. Pony thing. Yeah. I wonder if Chris does that or if that's like the one style he taught oh, her. Like, hey, when I can't make it, just do right this. Now. It's like a trendy hairstyle. But, like, Kim looks dumb doing it because it's that ugly fucking hair. It's that's not. She's dead. such a beautiful woman. And for her hair to look like that is just Especially when travesty. you can have the world's nicest wigs. Except for Beyonce's, they're probably nicer, but. Yeah. When I mean, you can afford. Like, I'm, I would even Ooh, doubt her wig great. is human hair. Chris does J-Lo. J-Lo looks good. That's just, true, too. I think he doesn't like saying no to Kim, just like yeah. everybody else. That's true. Um, let's see here. I refuse to address anything Kendall is doing. And all I have to say on Chloe is I'm terrified she named that child Tristan Jr. <laughs> also, given the fact that she's the baby's only legal parent, will his last name be Thompson? Yep. She told us that yesterday or on this episode. Yeah. Knowing her, it will be. But why? It makes no sense for that kid to be a Thompson. Okay, pause. I thought about this too, but because we know Chloe is obsessed with having a nucleus or having her kids be the same. Values men as like important in society. Well, and she wants true and the brother to be like as the same as possible. So of course she's probably thinking of it like, I want him to have the same last name as true. That's probably the mindset. I 100% think that. I get that. Sure. Not really. No, actually. The no, we don't get that concept. Um, but I see that that was probably her pathology. Yeah. So my sister's son, they broke up before she found out she was pregnant. They had just broken up. And her, his family was like, you're in charge. You decide everything. So my sister's son went by her last name. Mm-hmm. Like he sees his dad, yeah, regularly. It's not like a perfect like split. My sister's the majority, probably like eighty percent like him. Uh, my sister's like the parent, but he like loves his family, sees them all the time. All of his dad's other kids, so his siblings have different not last names, but like he, they're his siblings. Mm-hmm. That is a very normal scenario. I am mm-hmm. like generic as a as a family like that's generic like yeah yeah so yeah my dad and all his brothers and sisters have all have different last names yeah like I don't even have a Frank like we're the only Franklins in my family (laughs) and it's fine (laughs) yeah it's just it works it's a weird obsession placed on an archaic idea 
Now, granted, I understand because she's like, well, they have the same dad. Again, I get the thought process behind it, but I think I probably would have changed both of their last names to Kardashian, if you ask me. Again, I don't think True would be like, wait, I'm not a Thompson anymore. Changed your last name to Affleck, but like it's a piece of paper. Yeah, I would have changed True's last name, and that little boy is getting Kardashian too. Sorry. Um, let's see here. Where is she? And for Courtney, all I have to say is, who the hell is buying a vitamin from Courtney Kardashian? Something you eat, put in your body? Let's be serious. We have to want better for ourselves. This was so long, but I have two quick additional notes. Um, are all your old episodes gone? I used to love to go back and re-listen when I did homework, and it makes me sad that all the ones are gone. The Tristan's Ain't Shit Volume 1 and 2 are absolutely American classics. You both need <laughs> Grammys for those. Exquisite literature. I'll look for them. What happens is because we're not, like, uh, sponsored by anybody. So when we stop paying for our account, it all goes away. It's just fucking capitalism. But I'll look for those. <laughs> capitalism. It's beautifully written. Yeah. Also, I feel like I'm in my Northwest era. My brother's graduating law school on my 20th birthday. And I feel like I need to do a Nori's Blackbook inspired shady Instagram caption to let him know he is the saint in my life. And I'm the star of the show. I'll be looking for some inspo there. Are you the oldest child? <laughs> You're exactly. Sorry, this is long. I'm procrastinating doing biological anthropology homework. Ooh, smarty pants. And congrats, Kathleen. I forgot to add that too. Yeah. Much love to you both. A loyal dash disciple. That was a beautiful email. Did I forget to? No, I think we addressed everything. Yeah, it was it was well written. I agree with every thought. Um, yeah, vitamin. I think Kathleen talked about vitamins from Courtney last week and how like another oversaturated market. And I will give her credit though for branding. She's branding a lot like Ollie, like a like a fun packaging yeah. to kind of target Gen Z or like younger people. Well, Courtney got shit on so much for not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Poosh is kind of like this weird, like, nebulous venture. Like, this is a thing. It's like a tactile product. I think it's funny. Someone in the comments said, I, I think it's interesting it. that, you know, before Travis or whatever, at, there was a time where Courtney, like, claimed she wanted to spend time with her kids. But now we see her, like, jet setting and, like, yada, yada, yada. And my theory is she did not want to be around Kim and Chloe. And she was using the kids. And maybe Chris, too. They I always thought that. I thought that she was the oldest. She had the most normal, like, upbringing before the show started. And I think, which is, I always found this odd. Kim is the middle one. But is obviously the most controlling. Mm-hmm. of like the situation because of the dynamics of the show so yeah i think chloe or courtney has always kind of been like not super down with being like told what to do yeah Daenerys. well obviously she's yeah. like had that got that syndrome where like the oldest siblings the shortest too so she yeah. has to make like make some extra noise but yeah i always thought like the kids were just a scapegoat like it's yeah. not about the kids you just don't want to be around these people <laughs> around her kids like she is the one who gave us mason and like well you know what i mean like it's not about the kids it's they you can't stand these fucking people i agree i totally get it don't know how to tell them because this episode this bitch was mia until like the shower and i'm like where's courtney i probably think chloe will be happy once the baby's there the bible says all the time that babies are a blessing yeah thank you reverend courtney um, if you have some tire mail, 
<laughs> name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, if you have Tyra mail, questions, comments, tea. Haven't got any tea in a while. What the fuck? Yeah, where's uh, a- Duchess? Right. right. Where's Duchess when you need her? Make it up. We don't even care. We'll oh, yeah, just, just make it up. We'll just say allegedly. We'll be cool. Say something insane and we'll be like, wow. Right. We'll just say allegedly. We don't know if this is true because, you know, we don't want to get like Nicki Minaj. Or yeah, or we can Cardi give our B. theories on like, if it is true, what does that implicate? Yeah. Or like, why we think it's not true. Just like, per fan theories. Yeah. Email at saybiblepodcast at gmail.com. Say B-I-B-L-E podcast at gmail.com. Um, I have nothing going on. I just want to give send my thoughts and prayers to Anika. She seems to be going through it. <laughs> I've been on for many years. It's, it's, it's gotten pretty bad in the last <laughs> during the Mercury retrograde. Everyone's losing their fucking minds. All vulnerable. Stay inside. Uh, Adam <laughs> Levine. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, who else do we have on this list? Uh, the Boston head coach from the oh, head coach God. from Boston Celtics. Eating on Nia Long. Eating on Nia Long. Fuck, Fuck you. you. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, this Mercury retrograde is fucking insane. Like, it's so psychotic how the celebrities are. What is it, like, six planets and, like, the gr- retrograde? Yeah, there's, like, six planets. I'm not even really crazy. a true astrology junkie. I just like the memes. But, like, I think it's bad. everybody's fucking losing it like every day some celebrity or some like news comes out about some i've been like dying like first it was like did harry styles spit on chris (laughs) the queen died and then it was adam levine's embarrassing dms and then it's like kanye's on good morning america it's like i don't have time for that i don't have time for megan markle i think giving right now and i need to be a part of it I posted something on TikTok about Meghan Markle. If you follow me on TikTok, I'm usually joking. Like, I don't think Meghan Markle's like a fake bitch. I don't, I'm very neutral on the royals because I am American and I know my place. I'm not I love involved. the dead queen memes, though. I'm going to be honest. Oh, my God. It was, Twitter was lit. And then Megan, she put on a performance. And I don't mean that in a rude way. I mean that in a very, like, you go to someone you fucking hate funeral and you have to act. Well, to. They all put on performances. That's literally their job. They're getting I'm, their like, inherited blood diamonds for like pomp and circumstance. So right, she did a whole interview with Oprah. Right. They were terrible to her. Now you think she's gonna go to this funeral and be crying her eyes out for real? Please. And it's not because she's an actress that I believe she was putting a show on. Yeah, that's it's not because it. Because they're royals, and they literally had a script. Queen Elizabeth was like a thousand years old. She wrote a script for her funeral when she was like sixty. Not to mention her. modified it constantly. So she had like a an agenda. Not so to mention was doing her job. Queen Elizabeth's bitch ass son doesn't even like her. So yeah. I so would not be surprised if she was like, fine, let me just put a little oh, eye drop in and get it. a baby. Let me get this one tear rolling, give the pedo uncle. Like, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> uh no, she would have gotten dragged up and down all over the place if she didn't shed a fake tear. Exactly. That was my point. She was like, fuck, let me just give the press a little tear. live my life and get back to America as quick as possible. So you can get out of my ass. Um, they still anyway. dragged her for showing the part between her uh, lower arm and upper arm elbow area Yeah, at a funeral. That's not allowed. See what I mean? Also, British, British listeners, I'm sorry, you guys feel very strongly about the monarchy. 
I'm just observing from the outside. Exactly. That's why I said I don't really have an opinion. It's just like whatever. Um, but I was disappointed to see that Buckingham Palace correspondent Jason Lee was not invited to the funeral. Snubbed. He was snubbed. Expedited. It was probably like you're not even allowed in England. Don't come across the pond. Any of our colonies that we colonized. Um, also one more time before we get off, it was weird when uh, Chloe said this was different experience. It's girl, it's not. It's the exact same one. Secondly, there are reports that Tristan was out partying at like a Jack Harlow concert or something or party and left with a OnlyFans model. So I like how someone he did that on purpose. I mean, trash is gonna trash. <laughs> I mean, maybe he didn't. Maybe he's just careless and just he does that every night. But the fact that he couldn't just the one night just, there was gonna be like a buzz about this, he couldn't just like. Just lay low for one night. Well, just say, hey, friends and fam, Savras or whatever his name is, Sava, <laughs> just maybe don't tell him when I'm here. Right. That's you it. You have sex without people knowing. It's very possible. Also, shout out to Shakira, Jigga Not Guilty. She beat her charges like we knew she would. I saw she was on the cover of something. Those hips don't lie. She was. Damn, speaking trash from. What's his toes? PK still cheated. So she's moving on with her life. Moving on. I'm just trying to figure out if anything else got crazy during Metro, Metro, Mercury, Retro crazy. I was like, is Mercury still in the microwave? I don't know if I'm going to make it through. Gigi Hadid and Leonardo DiCaprio apparently a thing. He upped his age limit to 27. Like, girl, run. Allegedly, Kanye's in a relationship with Candace. What's her name? Swinnipool? Swinnipool. One of the models, which she was just in a Skims ad. So I find that very yeah, interesting. Very I just, I feel like Kanye is asexual. Like, I don't think he I is of being attracted to anybody besides himself. I honestly feel like that too. Like he's like, sex is not top of mind for him. Yeah. He likes companionship and someone and just to like. like thing about being like addicted to porn and stuff. I was like, well, maybe you are. But like, I don't think when you have sex with another person, you're both like thinking about like. Is the person liking this? Are they? Like, yeah, and I think I'm enjoying the, yeah. It's interactive. I just I don't think he's capable of like porn. Probably ruins sex for him because it's not realistic. Like yeah. porn is like fantasy, bro. Like of course, yeah. por- of course, you don't want to have sex in real life. It's not porn. Yeah, I I don't. I mean, I don't want to, but I just I can't see him being like wow. But I think he likes having possessions and showing off his ego. Like oh, this this lady. Cardi B was found guilty in a court of law. She is like fucking volunteer work. Uh, yeah, just every pulls Naomi Campbell when she goes to the job site. Yeah, she should. Why not? Um, yeah, it's just been crazy. Tory Lane sucker punch uh, Jaden or Jada's ex boyfriend August Alsina. That happened. Um, Genuine seems to be performing every fucking day. <laughs> If society is crumbling, it's crumbling. We should at least enjoy celebrities losing it first because they're mystical, a structured society. Mystical pled not guilty in his rape case. Oh, God. <laughs> like, everyone is a fucking mess. <laughs> An absolute mess. Anyway, shout out to JT and Diddy because I just feel like it. Um, Yes, and that's it. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. That, I mean, that's another one, too.
what is the deal? Because it was like, one story was like, she thinks they're going to get married. And then another thing was like, she's like, I didn't say that. (laughs) First, I I mean, he's so old. Yeah, he is. 10 good years from Cassie. JT, you don't need that. But she's a city girl. So hopefully she fleeces him for all he's worth. Breaks his heart and pieces on to the next one. Right. You got your Cresha, please show like just take that and run take <laughs> gotta go i'm gonna play him i'm for that but yeah hopefully her talking about marrying him is not true right like, that's not city girl behavior the fuck? <laughs> took a picture with his kids anyway we can talk about that forever but anyway have a good week and we'll see you next time bye, bye.